0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to the Montana Method podcast from an undisclosed location in Miami. New, revised, revamped, revitalized and rejuvenated in an official studio. Today, in honor of the newly rejuvenated Montana Method podcast, I'm going to go over something that I've been working on, passion project of mine, my, my second book. I'm going to tell you some of the elements I have in here, some of the things I live by. And some of the things I'm going to stand by As I do future episodes These are going to be called Montana's Manifesto The Commandments of the Game I've been out here hustling All my life Every day we get into it Really out here in the streets That's day and night 24-7 Like there's nothing to it When I was going through it dog I never got your call I never asked for nothing no But now I want it all yeah, I promise I'm a dude came from rags to riches. Yeah. Rags to riches came from rags to riches. Yeah. Rags to riches came from rags. guys. So, as you can see, we're making some upgrades, some changes for the better, of course, and I'm really excited. I'm going to be bringing you a lot of stuff that I'm really passionate about that I've been working on for some time now. New guests, new ideas, just fresh, a whole fresh look for the Montana method. So, stay tuned. And what I'm going to do today is, today is basically the introduction episode to what we're going to be doing from now on. Whenever someone gets introduced to my channel, I want you to show them this video first, and it's basically going to give them an idea for the basis of what we're about here, what I'm about specifically, and the value I want to bring to other people. So specifically what I'm going to get into is a project I've been working on for like few months now it's probably going to take me a few more months to get it all done and it's my second book if you know me I'm the author writer Montana Method that was my first book and I got it launched in March of this year you can get that on on Amazon and of course it got me really inspired and I realized what the first book could have been if I wrote it in a different way so that's what the second book is and the second book is Montana's Manifesto The Commandments of the Game basically just rules that i extracted from watching scarface rules that i love to live by love to always remind myself of because if i follow these rules i know i'm being true to myself and i'm gonna get the best results possible in my life so here we go the first one rule number one it's uh it's (laughs) it's inspired from one of my favorite scenes in the movie where they're, you guys remember, they're working in the cafeteria. They were supposed to get hooked up with these good jobs after they do that Rebenga hit in Freedom Town in the tents. And all of a sudden, Tony's pissed, and he's like, Coño, you know, look at this. Look at these onions, you know. yeah, We're here washing dishes, and we should be picking goals from the street. And basically, this scene, this line, what it tells me is, it's, you got to be hungry. No matter what circumstances you find yourself in in life, your hunger, your desire, your ambition, that that itch in the bottom of your stomach, right? That can't go away. That can never go away. That always has to be there no matter how bad you're doing, how low of a low you're at, or how high of a high you're at, right? Because hunger can be destroyed by difficulty, and it can be destroyed by success as well. I'm sure you've met people who have attained many things in life and then lost it all. Why? It's because they weren't hungry anymore. They weren't that that ba- they didn't have that basic instinct in them. They didn't have that that hunger, that drive that got them, you know, to where they wanted to be. And then since they stopped doing the things that got them to a successful place in life, they stopped getting the things They were getting. They stopped getting the success, the accolades, the material possessions, whatnot, so on and so forth. If we're applying this to the gym, they're not fit anymore. You know what I mean? I'm sure you've seen pictures of people when they were young in their prime, when they were fit, and then all of a sudden they got a few kids, they're married, and they're out of shape. That's because they stopped doing the things that made them fit. So now they have different results. It's about hunger, it's about drive, desire. I work in sales, right? And I recently switched careers, and I've in my first month, I finished number two in the whole company, number one in my department. And people ask me, man, you know, what are you doing? Oh, my God. And my only response is I want it more than you. I'm hungrier than you. I stay later. I come before you. I'm the first one in, last one out. And it's just a matter of wanting it more. That's really all it comes down to. There's another part of that scene where... Tony and Manny walk out and they meet Omar, you know, in the Cadillac in the parking lot and they get offered a job and basically they get offered nothing, next to nothing for that job and Tony tells them, who do you think we are, baggage handlers? So that's number two. Number two is know your worth. I personally, I learned my worth years ago when I was working at McDonald's for minimum wage and I was working... 40 to 50 hours a week, I didn't have enough money to stay broke. I, I My check was, you know, I was paid Friday morning, broke by Friday afternoon, and I realized in that moment how little I was giving myself as a worth, just as a, as a person. And I, I saw other people who were making financially a lot more, and they were my same age, they weren't that much smarter than me. Why? Because they realized they had a worth, and they only accepted that worth, moving forward. You need to know your worth and you can't accept anything less than what you're worth. Even if you lose a, a deal, even if something falls through because you couldn't come to agree you know, on numbers or whatever it is, I'd rather lose a deal on my terms than accept a deal on someone else's terms. I want to say that again. I'd rather lose a deal on my terms than accept a deal on someone else's terms. It's okay if, if things didn't go through because you couldn't agree on something. It's not okay if you go through with them just because you're scared of losing the deal. Whether it's a business deal, a relationship, whatever it is, you can apply that to so many things. And I think so many people undervalue themselves these days. Know your worth. Rule number two. Rule number three. I'm taking it to Lopez myself. Not you, me. That's a line that Tony tells Omar over the phone after the scene at the Sunray Motel. And that to me tells me not to depend on anyone. Make sure you're doing things the right way. Make sure you're doing them yourself. Make sure you're being diligent. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? So basically, it's Omar made the mistake of sending them to the hotel and not verifying the situation. And because he didn't verify the situation, he put Tony and Manny and the rest of them in a dangerous spot where they almost died and got one of their friends killed. So what did Tony do? Instead of letting Omar take charge again, he was like, "Uh uh uh, I'm taking charge and I'm gonna do this myself." So it, it's the same thing in life. Make sure things are getting done right. It's it, there's an old saying. What's it? What's it? If uh, <laughs> if you want things right, done right, you gotta do them yourself. In a lot of cases, that's that's the that's the way to go. Me personally, I'm a person that I'm very proactive. I'm very, I don't beat around the bush, right? I don't, I'm very direct. And in situations where I know certain people aren't going to put in the effort that I'm going to put in, I go ahead and I do it myself. Why? Because if I do it, I know how it's going to get done. If I leave it up to somebody else, guess what? The chances are that's probably not going to get done. Or if it gets done, it's not going to get done right. So always make sure that if something isn't to your liking or if you know it's a risk because you're letting someone who might not get the job done right, do it. Do it yourself. Go to the source. Don't leave things up to chance, basically. Make sure you get them done and get them done right. So number four is uh, if everyone remembers the Babylon Club when they go in for the first time, if Frank and Tony are talking over here by the club and they're looking around and they're seeing different people, and they see the fat guy in the corner called Nacho Contreras, right? And Frank tells Tony, he's a real hasar, right? So what's he saying here? Hasar is a is a Yiddish word for pig. It's it's a greedy person, right? So he's saying don't and don't underestimate the other guy's greed. What does that mean? When you're in environments, every day it could be as, as simple as a work environment. And it could be the gym. It could be a person, just a, a social setting. Never underestimate the greed of other people. Meaning, don't don't trust people. Don't be so easy to trust. You gotta you gotta have a set of parameters where people have to pass these parameters in, in order to earn your trust. I'm not saying be you know distrustful of everyone and just be you know this this lone wolf. What I'm saying is there has to be standards to be in my circle. There has to be standards to earn my trust. There has to be standards to be a friend of mine. There has to be standards to me by my business partner. Because at the end of the day, I I personally, through life, I've been put in many situations where other people took advantage of me. But if I think back to those situations, was it really their fault? Or were they already giving me signs that they could have done things like this? Right? I'm sure some of you are good people, and I had a good heart too, and you wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. But at the end of the day, if someone's giving you signs of what kind of potentially bad thing they can do, why give them the benefit of the doubt? You don't have to cut them off. You don't have to be a bad person. I'm not saying do bad things to them. What I'm saying is put yourself in a position to win. Don't put yourself in a position to lose. And here, don't underestimate the other guy's greed. It's just don't put yourself in situations where you know there's a possibility where something can go wrong. Use your judgment. That's all I'm saying. We're almost done, so two more. Lesson number two, don't get high on your own supply. Everybody remembers that line, right? When Alvira starts talking to to Tony. And this specifically spoke to me, and it, it told me something totally different than what most people think when they hear this, right? So some people think don't get high on your own supply, And they think, you know, don't, like, if you have a product, don't use it. I mean, in this case that we're talking about cocaine, but you can relate this to anything. You could be selling chocolate, toothpicks, clothing, whatever. If you start burning up your own product, guess what? You're not going to make a profit. So this, to me, specifically, aside from that, it said don't buy into your own hype. Beware of your ego. Stay humble. Don't get high on your own supply. Don't buy into your own hype. When you're up here. Make sure that your ego stays down here. Because if your ego matches hype, that's where things get rocky. That's where you end up dead in a fountain in your own house. I, I truly believe that if Tony wouldn't have let his own ego get out of control, things would have ended differently for him in the film. And in life, it's the same thing. Whenever you let your ego get out of control, whenever you get cocky, there's a difference between cocky and confident, right? So don't get cocky it's good to be confident it's good to believe in yourself it's good to know what you're capable of it's not good when you're arrogant right so make sure you're not being arrogant arrogant is when you don't back up what you say right then when you're bragging confidence is executing and having results not just yapping most of the time i love boxing i'm a fan of fighting right Whenever you see a boxing match, whenever you see a UFC fight where someone's yapping and yapping and yapping, most of the time that guy ends up on the floor, knocked out, 10 count, he's done. And the guy who didn't say anything, who was quiet and kept himself humble, wins. How bad does that person look when (laughs) they talked all that garbage and they're knocked out, right, on the canvas? Flat, it's like slobbering all of themselves, all that stuff. They look terrible. That's what I want you to keep in mind when when I say don't get high on your own supply. Don't buy into your own ego. Don't buy into the hype that surrounds, you know, like when you have these victorious moments in life. Because as fast as you were victorious, that's, you know, that's how fast you can be defeated. So always stay humble. And then the last one I'm going to go over is there's a scene where they leave the Babylon Club, right? And then you have Tony and Manny in the car. And Manny's half asleep. And Tony's basically telling him how <laughs> how Elvira digs him and, and all this stuff. And Manny asks him, how do you know that Elvira likes you? And Tony says, the eyes, Chico, they never lie. This basically is, to me, what it says is sincerity, truth, honesty, people, People can always try to put up a facade. However, their demeanor, their energy, their their eyes, the look in their eyes is always going to give them away. So always be aware of your 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 gut instinct, your judgment. Always trust how you feel in a situation. I've walked away from certain situations where I could have made a lot of money, certain situations where things were to, were to my benefit. I just didn't like the environment. I didn't like the people I was going to have to do business with, and I walked away. And could I have made money? Could it just be, you know, some stupid little feeding I had about the person? Yeah. However, you always feel better when you trust yourself. You never go wrong when you trust yourself. Most things that in my life from personal experience, things didn't go right when I didn't trust myself, when I didn't trust my own instincts. So that's basically all that is to that lesson is just trust your instincts. People give themselves away. They can try to hide all they want. But their energy, their body language, their demeanor, the look in their eyes, all that gives them away. So always just be aware of that. This is There's 20 of these. I'm going to leave you with five just because those are the main five that I really like to talk about. It incorporates the things I like to watch out for, the things I like to keep in the forefront of my mind. And it's a project I have coming up soon. So be on the lookout for that in the next few months. I'll have my second book out. I almost have my audiobook done for my first book. That'll be out in all platforms soon. I'm going to be celebrating the launch date pretty soon. I'm going to have a, a special podcast airing on that day in a special uh, yet to, to be announced location. And my, as you guys know, my good friend Richie Rich has the theme song to my podcast. Me and him are going to be releasing his album and my audiobook on the same day. So we're going to be doing a celebratory thing and we're going to be doing a big co- podcast. In a a big way, so stay tuned. And aside from that, guys, as you can see, I'm making improvements. And I'm excited because, as you guys know by now, if you've been listening to my content, I'm all about constant, never-ending improvement. Uh, The principle from from Japan, Kaizen, about always getting better. And I've seen how far I've progressed from my first episode all the way till now. And it's exciting to see the improvement, right? It's exciting to, to visually see for me how far I've come. And it only makes me wonder how far I can go. So if you stick with me, I'm sure you're going to see that things are going to take off drastically in a big way. So stick around, stay tuned. And in honor of the induction of the Scarface Cave here, Montana's Mansion, I'm going to be doing a series called Top Performers Only where I'm going to start inviting people within the sales industry, business, just different people who are doing really well. And I'm going to bring them in. We're going to have a conversation as to what's making them do so well in their careers, in their life, in their personal life, in their their fitness. And these are going to be top people that I know personally within several industries, people that don't really have a lot of access to social media or aren't big personalities on the web. So these aren't going to be your typical same guests you see on every podcast. It's going to be a very special series, so I'm excited about that. And guys... That's all I have for today. I'm going to keep it short. Whenever you get introduced to my channel, make sure this is the first video you show to somebody. And aside from that, if you're not chasing a dream, guys, life is meaningless. Till next time. I've been out here hustling all my life Every day we get into it Really I hear any streets That's day and night Like there's nothing to it When I was going through it, dawg I never got your call I never asked for nothing, no. But now I want it all I Promise I'ma do it Came from rags to riches Rags to riches Came from rags to riches Rags to riches Came from rags